It's time for Radio Royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. If I had wanted, I wouldn't be here right now. Princess Di would be doing the show alone. I didn't win it. Well, so I'm here. Just saying. And we're we're so happy you are. I'd be scouting my purchase right now. And no, I'm not buying the Epstein Island. There's got to be another one somewhere for sale. Oh, oh, Princess Di. <laughs> hey, Princess Di, did you realize that most black women die during childbirth? I didn't oh, know that. My goodness, it's so not true, obviously. Yeah. And most black women, when they, have you ever seen one? They ask for epidurals, and they don't give them. They, no, you can't have one. You're black. No epidurals for you. God, these people come up with every freaking word. Oh, my goodness. And they're always so certain. Do you notice that? That liberals right. who know nothing are always declarative and assertive of their untruths. Now, I read, you you, you, you talked about this yesterday, Princess Di, about how this deal between Manchin and Schumer unraveled. And then I read it today, and I, I, I was on the floor laughing at some of the details of this thing. Apparently, from what I read, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, John Cornyn, the guy that signed on to the Democrats' gun deal, was a key player in getting that microchip bill passed. You know, that the ones that Pelosi's tried to do the insider trading on. Right. And, right. And so he got, apparently, assurances from some Democrats, including Chuck Schumer's staff, that all of this tax and climate stuff was off the table, which was a precondition to get the chip deal. So as soon as Democrats got the chip deal, what'd they do? They turned around and snookered him and said, sucker. <laughs> Same day. Absolutely. You know, it is just an amazing betrayal but you know you've got to expect that this is this is how Democrats operate. Their word is dirt, as we heard first from uh, the Bill Clinton critics in Arkansas, and it is true across the board. And uh, our friend John Kennedy, the senator from Louisiana, Louisiana, yes, yes, he said we got our ass kicked. We got rinky dude, which is a Louisiana <laughs> word for screwed. He said we got and rinky dude. We got rinky dude. Well, thank you, Mitch McConnell. You got rinky dude. And so, in addition to the seventy-nine dollar billion, seventy-nine billion dollar Chips Act, now we have this new tax and spend bill, uh, the three hundred sixty-nine billion dollars energy security and climate change bill that's going to be incorporated in the seven hundred fifty billion dollar reconciliation package so you they only need 50 votes plus the vice presidents so yeah this has been a lose 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 for the republican party and for americans throughout the country because this is going to be a terrible economic stabbing in the back uh it's going to be more inflation higher costs with the addition of uh taxes on corporate 
um, corporate minimum tax rate increase. So not only are they wasting the money with the spending, but they're increasing taxes, which is going to hurt every one of us. Now, would you please repeat for our audience today? We may have some people that did not hear yesterday. Shame on you, but you're here now. We love it. Um, this environmental component, because I kept asking Diana, they keep saying that they're going to spend $60 billion, $60 billion on environmental justice, but they won't tell us what that means. And you found out what some of it means. Can you tell people in this audience what their $60 billion is going to go for? One of the big ticket items is to fight urban heat islands because, as you know, uh, we have been reading that shade is inequitably distributed in this country and rich uh, communities, uh, white communities, get more shade trees than inner city African-American minority communities. And so we have urban heat islands due to the racism of America and the racist highways of America. So this is going to fix that. We need $60 billion from the pockets of taxpayers going into the pockets of Democrat uh, NGOs, non-governmental groups, nonprofits, who are going to get block grants to plant trees. $60 billion. Billion. Billions. Billions and billions of dollars <laughs> for Democrats to plant trees because white people have more shade than black people. <laughs> who, by the way, are the people of the sun and supposedly <laughs> don't need the shade that much. But just, just saying, mm-hmm. uh, okay, <laughs> just, just saying, don't get mad at me. Well, don't you thing remember is, that? Wait a minute. Yes. Don't you remember that? Because we had, in, in the early days of the Democrat liberal wackoness, these people <laughs> had divided us into the sun people and the ice people. Don't you? Don't Come on, Dan. Don't you remember that? Yes, I do. I do. Right. And so the sun people, we were the sun people, me, the sun people, and you, Diana Princess Di, you are the ice people. And the sun people... <laughs> We don't need that much shade because we're sun people and you ice people. Well, you all love the shade because you love everything all frozen up. Well, they've changed the rules because money was dangled in front of everybody. So now that's out the window. And besides, nobody remembers that. So it's useful for constantly Democrats and leftists who are looking at that big, you know, pot of gold who change the rules and, and will say and do anything necessary in order to get that money from taxpayers. Well, now I'd like to speak with you about Russian collusion, Diana. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> We've heard so much over the years about Russian collusion, and now we actually have a Russian spy that has been charged with collusion. He's been charged with bankrolling three American activist groups to spread pro-Vladimir Putin propaganda and, and Diana, to try to meddle 
in United States of America elections. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe a word of this story. I am so sorry. This is a continuation of what happened in 2018. If you remember, the Justice Department charged these unknown 13 Russian nationals with participating in this supposed scheme to to affect the election. And it ended up being some weird $100,000 spent across all uh, social media platforms, you know, in advertisements. Well, this is similar. There was a Russian who who still lives in Russia, by the way. His last name is Ionov, of course. He's Ivan Ionov something. His name is Alexander Ionov. And he, you know, connected with these little fringe groups, one of which was in St. Petersburg, Florida, the African People's Socialist Party. And he basically had, you know, a few uh, Zoom calls with them and tried to get them to sign a petition basically saying America is oppressive, which is, of course, the position of every leftist group in America. So there is nothing unusual about the message here. And the FBI has swooped in on this supposed collusion, and I think it's just to continue the narrative that Russia's, you know, colluding and Russia's trying to impact our elections. And it's, it's to me, obviously bogus. It's a, a fringe guy who has no influence and a fringe group that has no influence, and yet they have called this one of the most widespread and hugest terrible thing in American history. That was what they said during the raid of this little group in St. Pete and the supposed indictment of this guy in Russia. But it just smacks of, of cartoon plotting, and it, it's none of it is, it, you know, in my opinion, none of it is real. Okay. Well, I was just, and, and you kind of dashed my hopes. I was hoping that maybe there was a little something to this so we could at least say, yeah, we finally found the collusion, and it's between the Russians and you progressive activists, but oh well. Oh well. Uh, oh well. I have to ask you now, because okay. I, I am, I am, Diana, everything that I have read over the past two or three weeks, finally hit, it, it finally hit me. There is a a presidential campaign underway right now for the Democrats. And the Democrats, somebody in the Democrat Party has decided it's going to be Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom will be the Democrat nominee uh, for the presidential, for the Democrats in 2024. And this guy is getting more good. Really? Really? You know, really? we are not on the same page at all. I think it's laughable. I think Gavin Newsom thinks he has a chance, which is why he's running these ads in Florida. He's trying to hype for himself. This is not an organic Democrat move at all. And one of the reasons is this guy is a white cisgender, whatever the rule, he is not going to roll over Kamala Harris, okay? That is not going to happen in the Democrat Party. Are you kidding me? Kamala Harris Do you know why? Listen to me. I I have a reason. Do you know who has already said that? Who? James Clyburn. There is nobody more influential in the Democrat Party presidential runoff 
than James Clyburn. He is responsible for Joe Biden in the first place. And he has said his first choice is Joe Biden and his second choice is Kamala Harris. He is putting it out there. He is signaling you are not rolling over the African-American candidate. It is not happening. And he has made it clear. And let me tell you something. You and I don't agree on this, but I think your caller was correct. I think it's going to be Michelle Obama. I just can't stand it. It will not ever be Michelle Obama. I have a little nugget of information which you do not know. Do you know that Crown is publishing a 336-page book on November 15th, which is when the the campaign for president opens, by Michelle Obama called The Light We Carry, Overcoming in Uncertain Times. She is coming out with a huge book to be published in 27 countries. Huge splash. This is the beginning of her campaign, and she will be very That is what I think, and Gavin Newsom doesn't have a chance in hell. Okay, Gavin, okay. My friends, you are seeing the setup right here, right now on this program. Princess Diana Me, James, you're dead wrong. Gavin Newsom doesn't have a chance in Hades. James, <laughs> Michelle Obama's not going to run for anything. That woman loves the money. For the, you, for the love of money? Well, where do you yeah, think for the, the money love of money. is centered mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in the White House? There is no better place to gather money and celebrity than the White House, which is what is going to happen. She's going to run the White House, as she did before, as a celebrity gathering place, and she will have the power. And Democrats will be so happy to vote for her husband being back in there. Now, will will she win? Now that's not. I'm not saying she'll win. I think that's what she desires. She's not going to run. Okay, Michelle we'll Obama will not run for the White House. She doesn't want to sully. Explain the book then. The book is so she can make money. What is the only motivation for the Obamas ever? Netflix, books, money, fame, fame, money, money, fame, fame, money. That is the Obamas at this point. It is nothing but money. Nothing but money. And that's why and the she good wants life. The White House. She's living yeah. the good life. She's going to be at that little spread they have in California, the spread that they and have Hawaii. in, Ca- in Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> right. And the spread they have up in Massachusetts at, at that, what's that neighborhood that they all go to up there to uh, the whole black Martha's elite thing? Vineyard. Yeah, yeah. Martha's the vineyard up there. Isn't that where Ted Kennedy ran that woman off the bridge all those years ago? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's Michelle Obama doesn't care about running for president, and Kamala she Harris. She does more than she has led on, and and it is going to be crystal clear. So I think. You think what? They're cutting I her off. I think that mm-hmm. we we should put money on this, whether it's going to be Gavin or Michelle. I I'll agree. Put up a hundred bucks. Ooh, listen to this. And I'll take you up on that. And let me tell you something else. Kamala Harris has as, has, a, has as much chance of being in the White House as the fungus from somebody's athletic sock. It ain't going to happen. Ew. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still think it's going to be Donald Trump, but I do think that, that 
there is going to be a run for his money, and it's going to be the Obamas. Okay, you heard it here. <laughs> President Stein, thank you. We'll look forward to connecting with you next week. Thank you, as always. Sir James. <laughs> All right.